The Pat Miller Program. From the windows, doors, and more studio, your locally owned and operated kitchen and bath center on WOWO, 1190 AM, 107.5 FM. Depend on it. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. The third, final hour on this Thursday. Uh, Thursday, which we call Friday Eve. Kayla always calls Friday you know, weekend. I, I, you know, Thursday is the eve to the eve. Okay, take that any way you'd like. Uh, third District Congressman Jim Banks is on with us uh, on the Newsmaker Line. Congressman Banks, good afternoon to you, sir. Hey, Pat, good to be with you. Good to have you here. Uh, so, are you getting all geared up for the uh, for the uh, world famous uh, Third District debate that we're going to have on Tuesday? Well, I, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, you know, we've we've had debates every cycle that I've been a candidate. This is the fourth. Uh, campaign cycle, and what what better audience to have that debate in front of than the WoWo listening audience? So I'm I'm looking forward to the opportunity to talk about the differences in our stances between myself and the the two candidates who are running against me, and looking forward to a spirited debate. Somebody asked me the other day. They said, "So how much harder is this on banks to have two opponents as opposed to one?" It's really not that at all, is it? I mean, don't you spend? I, I'm probably just putting words in your mouth, but when you're out on the trail or you're meeting people or you're having a town hall or you're at some dinner, don't you basically talk about you and your office and what you've done and what is it that you want to do as opposed to, you know, name bashing and just throwing names around of your opponents? I mean, does it matter if you're running against one or six, does it? Yeah, I, it, no, it doesn't matter at all. In fact, I think what you'll find in the debate next week, Pat, is both, both of my opponents are very left-wing uh, candidates. So, their positions are very similar and very much the opposite of, of most of my positions. So uh, you're right, whether it's four or five opponents or just one or two, I, I, I'm, I'm glad to defend my voting record and the, the conservative positions that I've taken since I've been in Congress that reflect the conservative values of Northeast Indiana and talk about what we're going to do to save this country from the, the radical left policies that have caused inflation to go from uh, just over 2 percent to over 8 percent since Joe Biden became president. Talk about high crime rates and talk about the border, the wide open border and and the drug epidemic that's come with it and uh, rising gas prices and energy costs. There's, there's going to be a lot to talk about next week. Two years ago when Donald Trump was running uh, for office, um, he, he received uh, 12% of black votes and 32% of Hispanics, which is a lot. It's, those are rare numbers for Republicans. But I find it interesting that in the brand new poll that's out, uh, that came out within the last two days, which now shows that people are, and I've got to be careful how I say this, with this election cycle, the the idea of inflation is driving them more than the position of abortion. They still care about abortion. But abortion, in, I think in most people's minds, has been somewhat settled. Uh, but now, uh, inflation is mattering to everybody. Donald Trump had 12% of blacks. Republicans right now have 21% of black support. Uh, Donald Trump had 32% of Hispanics. 40% of Hispanics now are saying that they're backing the Republicans and their agenda. That's what one author I saw, and I, I think it's probably true. It, we, we've got to get ready because it looks like that there really is a red wave coming. Yeah, no, and, and no doubt about it. And it's because of exactly that 
The Democrats are so divorced from the realities that face regular, everyday working Americans. Uh, It's their policies that cause inflation, their policies that cause their their radical climate change, Green New Deal policies that have caused your gas prices to go up. Uh, That's just a fact. So and they're so divorced from that and understand what regular people go through on a day to day basis, the challenges that they face that. If you're a if you're the the working man or the working woman, uh, regular working families, you understand but more than ever before that Democrats don't represent you. It's the Republicans who want to bring down inflation, want to bring down the cost of filling up your gas tank, want to address the fentanyl crisis that's that's having such a devastating impact on families and communities all over our region. The issues that Republicans are focused on and care about are the issues that regular people care about. So. That, that's why the red wave is coming, and it's going to put Republicans back in the majority and give us a chance to fight back against some of this this uh, craziness that's that the Democrats are pushing on a day-to-day basis. The other day, Nancy Pelosi was doing an interview with somebody in one of her sit-downs that she does, and she said, I just can't understand how anybody could vote for these people and what they stand for. And yet when I look at all these polls, what it is that Republicans say they stand for, there are a lot of people, including blacks and Hispanics, that are saying, yeah, that's what we believe and that's what we want to vote for. But even Nancy Pelosi doesn't get it. Uh, you know, she said the other day, we're, we're going to win and we're going to win big. Okay, if that were true, and I understand that's political talk and you have to do it. But, Congressman, if that were true, she wouldn't be talking to the Biden administration about after January, please appoint me as the ambassador for Italy. I mean, why would you be doing that if you thought you were going to still be Speaker of the House? Yeah, and not only that, but Adam Schiff, one of Nancy Pelosi's best friends, is already talking to his Democrat colleagues about replacing Nancy Pelosi with him to be the new minority leader in the House of Representatives. Let Let me tell you. I endorse Adam Schiff for Democrat minority leader. I would love it if Adam Schiff was the Democrat leader because it would reflect how out of touch these Democrats are with the rest of America. I'm already writing my fundraising emails if he's the Democrat leader. I mean, I I hope that that's the case. So he he would not be running for that job if Nancy Pelosi thought she was going to continue to be the speaker. She 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 knows that her days are numbered. Well, yeah, if she got wind that he was saying that, hey, put hey, vote for me for the new Democrat leader. She'd go out of her mind. Uh, you you better believe it. She already is out of her mind, but she would, she would go out of her mind to, to go after him. And, and But they, they know it. The writing is on the wall. You and I have been talking about this for over a year. The Democrats know it. They know they're going to lose the majority. They, they, they already know it. And, but, the, but this election is going to be more than, more than just winning, the, winning back the majority for Republicans. It will be a wake-up call to the Democrats that you are so far out of step with where most of America is on these issues because they they just don't care that inflation has taken away one month of your your paycheck, your salary over the last year because of inflation and and gas prices are still causing Americans to suffer every time they go to the gas pump. Uh, let me move on, because I've, I've only got about another five or six minutes with you, and I, I want to make sure I get to all this, uh, because I had told one of your staff members earlier today by text, hey, if it works for the congressman, this is where I'd like to go, because I know that you're you're anticipating not just a wave in the House but maybe a moderate wave in the Senate. Uh, you're not going to see as many seats. First of all, there's not as many seats in the Senate as the House, but you're not going to see a percentage move like you are in the House happen in the Senate. 
but but let's look at one race. Let's look at Ohio. Um, I don't know that I would have said this four weeks ago, five weeks ago, but uh, Senator Ryan there in Ohio, he seemed to be comfortable in his spot. You can't touch me. And now Vance is giving him a wild ride. And it looks to me, and it looks now to real clear politics, that Vance probably is going to oust Ryan. Yeah, I, I, I hope so. J, J.D. Vance is a friend of mine. I was uh, an early uh, endorsement uh, for him when he first got into the race for the United States Senate in the primary. And uh, I, you, you're right. We have... We're going to win back the House majority. We're going to we're going to fire Nancy Pelosi. But if we're going to have the leverage that we need to fight back against the Biden policies and the Biden agenda, we have to have a Republican-led United States Senate as well. And and since such a big part of the WoWo listening audience is in Ohio, yeah, we got to do everything we can to get JD Vance over the finish line. I've served with Tim Ryan, the the Democrat candidate, uh, the whole time I've been in Congress. Let me tell you. He's running as a in Ohio. He's running as a Donald Trump uh, Democrat, believe it or not. But all four years that Donald Trump was in in office, Tim Ryan uh, voted against everything they tried to do, from building the wall to securing the border, uh, to bringing back manufacturing jobs to America, to confronting China. He's completely changed his tune on the campaign trail. Now, now he's talking about how he how he supports the Trump policies and yeah. it's just a bold-faced lie to the people of ohio he, he 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 says one thing on the campaign trail he did the opposite his, his whole time uh in in uh in congress he's been a rubber stamp for the biden agenda that's caused inflation to go sky high and cause your gas prices at the pump to go sky high with it so you gotta you gotta defeat tim ryan vote against him he's full of crap he he does he he says one thing and does something different in Washington, like a typical politician, and elect J.D. Vance, who will not disappoint you. He, he is exactly the kind of guy that, that uh, my friends in Ohio are going to be proud to have representing them in the United States Senate. You know, again, going back five or six weeks ago, if Ryan would have said then, I'm actually a Trump Democrat, and I support what Trump did here, 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 and here, and the word got out that he was supportive of the agenda of Donald Trump, he would be hiding for his life. But now, the desperation of the hour, Democratic leadership are letting Democrats say whatever they have to say just to get elected. Yeah, it, it, it's hilarious to watch. I mean, I, to, to for this guy to pretend like he is some kind of a a MAGA Democrat or a Trump Democrat or a cons- even a conservative Democrat, and his record is just, it, it, you can't, people in Ohio, just like people in Indiana, they're, they're, these these mid- Midwest uh, voters are a lot smarter than that. They're not going to buy it. They know they know that a Democrat like Tim Ryan um, is uh, is full of it when they talk like that, because I think they're well aware of his record. So we got to get the word out and make sure everybody in Ohio gets out and votes for J.D. Vance, because your vote in Ohio matters a, a big deal for all of us in Indiana and around the country to make sure that we have, we have a chance to fight back against the last two years of the Biden administration and the crazy things that they want to do. Vance in Ohio, I think, is such a strong possibility, I think, now, and not just because of the uh, debate this week, but I think Dr. Oz has a very strong chance 
in Pennsylvania. I think Walker has a very strong chance in in Georgia. And I think there's a strong chance for the Republican in Arizona. So taking that, should that thing start to happen? In fact, I have seen three pollsters and a couple of the large talking heads come out, and they're using the numbers I was using two weeks ago. I think I told you on here two weeks ago, I saw the possibility of a 53-47 Republican Senate. Well, if you get the strong push, the wave, whatever you want to call it, in the House, and if you get 53-47 in the Senate, can Republicans really make it slightly more difficult for the Biden agenda over the last two years of his term? Because I promise you, if Republicans get a big majority in the House, and if they get the Senate by 53-47, the Republicans will win the White House. And I don't even know who's going to be on the ticket yet, but Republicans will win in 2024. Well, we'll win in 2024, Pat. If if we do what we say we're going to do, if we if we flop and and uh, if we don't fight back against the Biden agenda and and we don't do the things that we say we're going to do, then I think we we lose in 2024. So, and and our our ability to to fight back and and advance this agenda that we've been campaigning on, the true kitchen table issues, bring down inflation, address crime, bring uh, 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 support support our police and our law enforcement. Officers secure the border, uh, make America energy independent again. Um, our ability to do that uh, requires us to have a Republican-led United States Senate and a, a Republican majority in the House. And I think your numbers are right on. You look at the look at the states where we can flip. We're going to win in Nevada. That's a flip from yep. a Democrat to a Republican. Yep. We're going to keep the we're going to keep uh, Ohio and Pennsylvania in the red column. And uh, we have a chance to, to beat uh, Democrats in Georgia and Arizona as well. And, then, and, and you do the math and, and you're spot on, 53-seat Republican majority in the, in the Senate. And I think we have a 20, 25, 30-seat majority uh, in a Republican-led House as well. So let's keep praying. Let's do our part. Make sure everybody gets out to vote. And we got to keep uh, uh, Republicans uh, in, the, in these seats in Indiana as well, Todd Young in the Senate. And, um, you know, I'm hoping to keep my seat for another two years in the House and we'll continue to do our part. I will tell you this in Pennsylvania. This just came on my screen just now in the latest poll from Pennsylvania. Oz leading Fetterman 48 to 45, which is about a seven point sweep in the last week from where things were in Georgia. Are you sitting down in Georgia? Walker, 48, Warnock, 43. I think that's amazing. And I think part of the reason for that is in the governor's race in Georgia, they're showing Kemp at four, at 51, Abrams at 41. Uh, maybe that'll be a wide enough margin that even she won't say, well, I think I really did win the election. But but if, if you've got the governor's race going to the Republicans by 10 points, um, it looks like that probably helps Walker, too. It just seems there's an awful lot of, of good news here. I don't want us to take any of it for granted. It's not over till it's over. Um, but let's hope I'm talking to you on election night and we're talking about a victory for you and a victory for a lot of your Republican uh, compatriots all across the country. I'm, I'm looking forward to that, too. And I'm I'm out traveling around the country. I'm, in, I'm up in Angola right now and dumping around the district today and tomorrow, Pat, but I'm going to be traveling through Pennsylvania, Ohio, Michigan, Illinois, and campaigning for some of the 
candidates running in the tougher districts doing my part to make sure that we get it done. I appreciate you being here. I look forward to seeing you, uh, and I also look forward to seeing Mr. Snyder and Mr. Gotch on Tuesday morning as we have the uh, – third district debate which i'm going to moderate kato will be there helping us run it uh and so we will be doing that with you and the other two gentlemen all together and uh, then a week from then we will have the election and then it's all down and done for a while and we'll be very great grateful for that for today uh, congressman banks thank you so very much sir make sure to have a fresh pot of coffee on tuesday morning i'll see you there not a problem thank you so much i appreciate you being here third district congressman jim banks back with more straight ahead ian's coming up with the news after these short breaks and then we will be back with our last half hour here on wobo 1190 a.m 107.5 fm podcasts by federated media